What's up? It's Robert Kelly doing another You Know What Dude podcast. And this is a, a very special podcast because my guest on my shitty iPhone podcast is none other, none other than the self-proclaimed legend. Broadway legend. Broadway legend now. <laughs> Colin Quinn. Woo! <laughs> that was him going, whoa. I bet the crowd, I bet this crowd's into it after six straight weeks of Joe DeRosa. <laughs> oh yeah, don't forget one Morgan Murphy. <laughs> so, here we are, not to try to control Robert's podcast, well, but... you kind of are, but go ahead. First of all, I wanted to say that uh, Bob gave me a lovely gift when he came in. Him and Dawn, I came in and he gave me a slingshot, which... From Guatemala. Guatemala. I figured that. And he realizes that really me and him were about 12 years old emotionally. <laughs> and that, of course, I love it so much. So thank you so much. And I was telling, I was trying to tell him before that the kind of kid I was, I would literally hide out the window. And even into adulthood, I did this, which I'm almost ashamed of, but not really. And when like people would be coming up from bars, like guys yeah. coming up drunk from like two in the morning, like a group of guys, yeah. I would lean with my face pressed so the window was just cracked open and yell, ah, no girls, huh, loser? <laughs> and they'd be going, what? It was in Brooklyn. They'd be like, what you, who just said that? Shut up. You don't got no girls. <laughs> I'll kill this guy. You just go back, ah, you ain't going to kill nobody. <laughs> nice jacket, stupid. And I would just heckle guys that were like drunk coming home from Boss without chicks. Like groups of guys in Boss. And they would just be threatened to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> they had no idea where you were. No, and a couple of my neighbors actually knew I did it. So they'd be like laughing like, oh, yeah, he's going to get us all killed one day. <laughs> That's kind of so funny. So a slingshot, if I was just thinking if I had had a slingshot at that time. I used yeah. to have an axe. Why? Well, it actually came in handy. I chased a couple of a car thief down my block once. And I, I caught him. I shoestringed him and I was chasing him with the axe. You Another shoestringed time, him? I shoestringed, t- grabbed, tackled him with a shoestring. Caught him right by his foot. Really? I mean, I wasn't that brave. I had an axe and three of my friends were behind me. <laughs> but I mean, uh, and then another time I chased another guy that was breaking into a car or a house. And I had my axe that was in my yeah. underwear. And then the cops were at the corner. I'm like 17. Yeah. And they go, uh, and they stop. And I go, he went that way towards the park. And I point. And they, next thing you know, I'm on the ground, spread eagle, like a kick. <laughs> Restraining me and knee in my back, they're cuffing me because they're like a guy with an axe in his underwear. It's obviously, why people must have called. Let me just tell you something. You're saying this to me like it's a surprise to me. You've chased me with a fucking axe in your apartment. You've came to my house with a hammer. <laughs> You're a strong guy. I need weaponry. You at three in the morning. Okay. You were 45 years old. Okay. So apparently, you didn't fucking learn your lesson, you creep. You came to my house at 3 in the morning. You got by my door guy, which I don't know how you did. <laughs> you, should, you should be flattered. It shows us what a formidable ally I feel like in weaponry. Yeah, but how do you get by my door guy with a fucking hammer with... What was on the end of it? It was one with like a like an ice pick on the end of it. Yeah, it was. It's exactly what it was. It was an ice pick. It's awesome. That's good, yeah. So, apparently you haven't changed any at all. I bought that actually because of a situation at one time when I thought I had to handle with the ice pick. That's why I bought that damn thing. You bought an ice you bought a hammer with an ice pick. Because I was like I'm not going to buy some real weapon but if I buy this at the hardware store with cash nobody will be able to trace it and I can just use it and then say hey listen you know I didn't have it I just bought I found it in the street. And Did, what, was someone chasing you or just, just in case? It was just a situation with somebody I thought was going to you know lead to that. Alright well don't talk about it on this podcast because no, I don't want to regenerate because that asshole is listening to my podcast because he's an O&A fan. No it's no O&A fans. 
But speaking of conflict, yes. first of all, what the hell's what happened tonight? I speak to Bobby. I'm like, hey, I'm coming up to the podcast, you know. And he goes, yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm, I said, should I meet you at the cell? He goes, if you want, but it's going to be too noisy down there. Apparently, it was very noisy. Bob, why don't you let us in on what happened? <laughs> first of all, dude, I, I, last night, you, I told you what happened last night. No, but Dawn hinted that something happened. Okay, last night I'm at the cellar, and I go on stage, girl drunk, lady drunk, talking the whole set. I lay into her. Apparently, she's talking through everybody's set. Oh. Everybody. And they don't kick him out. Nobody kicked him out. And then I'm up there. I lay into her. I start fucking yelling at her. You know, just trashing her. But in a funny way. Yeah. For everybody else to laugh at her. She's yeah. just drunk. Just a piece of shit. I, I you know, was, you know, you're just a slob. You know, you're just right. awful. You have no idea what, you know, the way I am with food, you are with alcohol. <laughs> it's just awful. You're just a piece of garbage like me, but just with booze. You know, all this stuff. Right. Trashing her. Finally, they kick her out. But I said some comment. I was like, oh, my God. I was looking at her guy. That she was, I was like, Don't you wish it was the 1920s where you could just raise your hand back and go, ah, shut up. Right. Like Frank Sinatra, you know? Right. So, apparently, the, a girl was at a table. Her boyfriend laughed at that. She got mad at him. Okay? Oh. Therefore, he, they got into a fight. She got mad at me. She winds up leaving... So there's a girl in the hallway going, you're a fucking asshole to me. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to you? She's like, you want it to be the 1920s, really, to hit women? I go, "Real? you really think that I'm fucking, it's a comedy club, you moron. Yeah. It's a fucking, I'm not, a, I'm not running for office. Oh, this God. isn't fucking Oprah. <clears throat> you know? And then uh, I go, I, I really do wish it was the fucking 1920s now. And then I go, I take that back. Because if it was the 1920s, I wouldn't have a big black door guy to kick you out. <laughs> so it was awful. Whatever. Uh, I called Noam today, and I actually talked to him about it. He was he was like, dude, fuck that. You know, that's bull they had a big meeting tonight, and fucking... They were like, no, that it shouldn't have went on that long. The first you're damn right. These, it's ridiculous. That club, that club used to be tight. I'm glad they're doing it again. Right. Time to get serious. So but tonight I'm on. Does do I'm on stage tonight. It was a crappy crowd. Okay, you know when you get those. But ah, who gives a fuck? Draining. What? It's just a fucking. They're not into. You know they were. I. You know. I'm trying to do this set, and you know it's it's just you know ooh uh, every little thing I say it's ooh ah uh, ooh uh, you know whatever, and I say I go into this other joke and it's fine. You know I'm kind of I'm not floundering, but I'm not really. Right. I'm not on all... I'm kind of mailing it in. I'm just trying to get the fuck out of there, you know? Right. And it's fine, you know? And then this, I say to this young guy, I go, how old are you? He goes, he goes, uh, I'm a lot younger than you. Like, ugh. Just, right. You know, and I was like, really, dude? I go, fuck, really? I'm... F I, I, and I went into my joke. I just went into my act about, I love being 40. I'm fucking finished. It's over. Right. You have hopes and dreams. You have, right. Then it, you know, you don't know that they're all going to die. You know what I mean? Blah, right. blah, blah. And, and then I go into this thing. I'm like, I, you know... I, I, I do this joke about pushing my wife over and blah, blah, blah. I go, you, you know what you should do tonight? Push her in a bush. His chick that he was with, I guess it was right. his wife. Push her in a bush. She'll be mad for two days. She'll laugh for fucking nine years. a joke I have, right? Right. I go, and if she has a skirt, it will come up. It will be a bush in a bush. The best story ever told, right? Mm -hmm. Just a fucking line. Funny. He fucking took that so personal, this guy. He goes, what the fuck did you say about my wife? He goes, I'll fucking kill you. Like that. Oh. So I look at him, I'm like, what did you, I start laughing. Right. I go, what did you just say? Um, and I just was like, what? And he's like whispering, like, I'll fucking kill you. 
I'll kill you. And I'm, I'm like, I'm literally going, what the fuck are you saying? I'm giggling. It's making me laugh. So I just let it go. Because right. you know what? I don't want to offend. I, look, I'm not, I don't want to offend anybody. You yeah, took it the wrong way. Yeah, he's the one that started being a dickhead. So I move on. I just go through my act. But I keep looking, staring at me the whole set. Uh. Now, she's got her head down. I can hear her whispering shit to him. But I don't even acknowledge it. I just fucking do my set. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know, crowd fucking sucked for the most part. There's just fucking whatever. And I do my set. It was fine. I end it. And then he says something to me at the end. And I go, what? Oh, really? I go, I go you know, wh- you know. As I'm leaving, he's got his head looking at me, turned like his wife went to the bathroom, and he's looking at me as I walk. So I go, come here. And I bring him in the hallway, and he comes out. He's like, dude, what the fuck, man? And he comes, I go, come on out here, way out in the hallway. Come outside, out here. I go, what, what, what dude? He goes, what the fuck, man? What, are you going to be a tough guy? That's what you got to, you want to play the tough guy? And I go, he goes, I go, dude, do you really want to fucking do this? I go, really, do you really want to, f-? and I was nose to nose, do you really want to fucking do this? And he goes, no. <laughs> I was like, exactly. And he turns away, and as he turns away, he fucking comes back and pushes me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking... Oh, no. But I lost it, dude. Yeah. I threw him to the ground, picked him up by the neck, and threw him... Not... I, like, I just threw him. I just pushed him back. Right, right. But it was a lot, you know. I threw him against the wall, and then I was just a lot... What? You don't fucking lay your hands on me. Right. The fuck would you touch me for? Yeah. You know, and Steve and the door guy, were, the manager, were right there and saw this fucking idiot... Touch me, right. you know what I mean? Right, right, But it's right. like, he fucking, as soon as he touched me, I was like, I fucking lost it. Right. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You don't fucking touch me, you fucking. And he was like, you, did you, he tried to pull that shit where he was blaming me. Right. He tried to say, he fucking, I go, no, I didn't. They were right there. They saw you touch me. Right. I go, did you see him? He goes, yes, I did. Wow. Both of them. So he was like, well, uh, he was trying to fucking, he was trying to set me up like a little worm. Right. Like I just attacked him. Like he could sue the place or get even yeah. just a free night on the town. Well, whatever. Just to, you'd fucking get me in trouble. Right, right. But this cocksucker, fuck it. And he, it just, because I had witnesses. They fucking, sure. I was like, fuck you. You don't fucking touch somebody. You want to say whatever you want to fucking say to me, say it. Right. I don't give a shit, but you don't fucking touch me. And I literally was in his ear, just fucking, you don't fucking touch me. Wow. Just like lost it. And he actually went, ow. <laughs> I, I almost laughed at, laughed at it because he went, ow, because I yelled in his <laughs> ear. It was, but it's like, what the fuck, man? I mean, look, I'll take the hit on saying, you know, you took it personal. Right. Okay, fuck you. But I would, if you came out, dude, you don't say that about, I'd be like, look, dude, I didn't fuck. Right. I would say, I'm not, I didn't mean to say it, offend your wife, dude. Right. You took it right. the wrong way, dude. Right. You're taking it personal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't hate the guy or be mad at the guy if he got mad at something. That happens. Sure. Okay, fine. You're a fucking idiot, okay, that you took that personal. Well, he's an idiot because he started by going a lot younger than you. Exactly. I just said, how old are you? Right. I didn't say, fuck and you. he gave you an attitude. Exactly. He, he's a fu- he was drunk. Right. He was fucking drunk. Right. And he fucking, you know, fuck him. Right. It was fucking crazy, dude. But I, so you know, your fun. brain goes, dude. Uh, I wanted to go follow him. Right. I wanted to follow him and his wife, yeah. and I, I wanted to fucking, you know, yeah. really just settle it. Be oh. like, dude, I wanted him to admit that he was wrong. Like, get him to the point where it was like, dude, you fucking apologize to me right the yeah. fuck now for fucking touching me and fucking taking it too far, you fucking idiot. Right. You know what I mean? 
But I don't want to fuck with anybody with this. God forbid. You know what I, I mean? First of all, if I was with my wife, I wouldn't fucking... The last thing I would ever do is put her in fuck yeah. by, by fighting somebody else. I got in a fight at the... Some kid was fucking me at the um, Caroline's one night. And she was there. I fucking... I'll be right back. I took her home. I made sure she was safe. And I went back. And I go, come, <laughs> on, come on outside. Let's go. Why? Come on. Let's go now. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't even do anything with her. What around. happened? Did he come out? No, he apologized and told me he was a big fan and that he didn't know. You know, he was drunk and oh. blah blah blah. So, but what a fucking! It's like, dude, I can't. The comedy's getting fucking ridiculous, man. I know. It's, it's getting. I don't know what the fuck. You go up there and anybody can just yell out anything, and you can. They just shit. It's all about drinking. Yeah. And eating. Yeah. I was just saying that tonight. To these guys, because they don't know the comedy world that well. And I go, they have it set up. It's a, it's a, the seats are not set up for a performer. They're set up so you face each other. You have to talk. You can't be completely quiet during the show because you have to talk to the waitress and make your order. Right. So it's almost like set up where there's, where it makes it that much tougher to have to speak. You know what I mean? But it's like you have, like a lot of the clubs on the road don't even have bouncers. They just have waiters and waitresses. And a manager. They don't even hire a fucking bouncer anymore. They don't. Like, at least the seller has somebody yes. who's supposed to be. There's a bouncer. There's a you know yeah. a fucking manager. There's yeah. always, but it's like, you know, come on. What you know? I mean, tonight wasn't anybody's fault. This guy was a fucking weirdo. Right. Because he was whispering shit. Right. He was threatening me with whispers, which is hilarious. Right. And he came out, and I had no. I didn't think he was going to do what he did either. You know what I mean? Right. I had no idea. It, that was, but last night was fucking ridiculous, man. Fucking just a drunk girl talking through everybody's set, right. and then you know then they the expected what? And then the other girl taking it seriously. How do you go to a comedy club if you laugh at if you have to you laugh at one thing, laugh at it all. Right. If you get offended at one thing, then you are fine. But you, how can you go to a comedy club and really? Not only that, but not even to look and see the situation, the pressure. You know what I mean? Here you are trying to make it good for everybody. So you're busting this one girl's balls to get her out of there. Right. You're trying to keep it. You know what I mean? Right. They don't understand. Like, throwing somebody out is a very sensitive, delicate moment. Shit, a lot of shit happens. Bad shit when somebody's being thrown out. You could look like an asshole in two seconds. And you could also turn the whole... You could blow up the whole situation. You blow up the whole fucking Fights situation. Fights happen when that person's being thrown out. Because then some audience guy's like... Yeah, get out. And you agree with them, but then the guy's like, hey, fuck you. Don't tell my well, that's what happened last night. A girl in the audience yelled, shut the fuck up to the girl. Yeah. And they almost, she was like, then the drunk girl, show me your pussy. And I was like, just everybody oh. relax. Just relax. And I told the girl that yelled at her, I go, I, mean, to, I go, good for you. Good for you for, for being yeah. an audience member and fucking sticking up for me and the show. Right. But let's just be honest. It's a skinny white girl. If that was a Puerto Rican or a black chick, you wouldn't have said shit. Let's just be honest. You would have kept your mouth shut. And show us your pussy. Right. And you would have whipped out your pussy. <laughs> but it's fucking awful, dude. I, it's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm so fucking sick of it, man. I got to go to fucking Texas tomorrow for two nights. And I'm like, now I'm fucking frantic. Like, I know it's going to happen. I almost want to just say fuck it. And just go and fucking robot. Robot. And just yeah, go on automatic pilot. Like you said, sometimes you have to. Sometimes automatic pilot is the best show, but it's a shame that you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it works that way because there's too many people drinking. And like we say, they let all these people, they're encouraging drinks. Some places, some places like the cellar, they tell them shut up. Some places, they just care about making people drink. Because that's where they make their money. That's where they make their money, but they get greedy. They make too much money. 
Yeah. Fucking A, dude. I'm so wound up right now. Now I feel bad, too, because I don't like fucking laying hands on people. At least you're going to Canada where everybody's polite. I fucking can't wait. Even the rude people are polite. I can't wait. I can't wait to go up there and fucking deal with polite audiences that don't fucking yell shit out. It's unbelievable. I can't wait. I can't wait to be up there where they just listen. Even if they don't like you, they'll still listen and applaud quietly. Fucking A. Now we have to say we have to say that there was a jinx. We're calling up the jinx because now you jinx yourself for Canada. We're calling up the jinx <laughs> on saying that they're all polite in Canada. Yes, they're not all polite. Some of them are fucking yes. assholes. But I mean, but it is true that Americans are loud. I think it has a lot to do with the, you know, like you said, they give, they become internet tough guys, and then suddenly they get in the club and they're just so yapping away. I got a fucking email today from a guy fucking se- seven months ago that threatened to kill me at a club. He still tries to see. He still tries to send. Remember that guy? Yeah, that was in Texas too. Yeah, he sent me an email uh, today. He got a new email address because I blocked his other one. He got a new one just to send me an email like "fuck you, you pussy." It's like, dude, these fucking people are crazy, man. It's it's almost like comedy is too out there. They have nothing. Yeah, it's too accessible. We're too accessible. Well, yeah, that's true too. I mean, we got fucking Twitter, Facebook, email. You know, not to segue into my fucking great app that just came out. That's right, this is about the app tonight, too. Well, it's about the app, and it's about your show, which is fucking... The big Broadway hit. It's fucking... Oh God, would I love to be in your shoes. I am fucking... You know, at least I feel lucky to be doing it right now. God like damn it. Said. Well, because your act is fucking stand-up. I mean, I've seen you do a lot of that stuff at the cellar yes. over the last couple of years. Yes. And... But you you do it in a club. Right. <clears throat> and it does it does good. Right. Or it doesn't do good. Right. Right? You do it in the theater setting. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's like, listening. it's like, I would watch you do that stuff and be like, what the fuck? Wow. What the fuck? How do you even, you know, think that shit? How do right. you go from here to here and then add all the shit in the middle? It just seems so much work. It is work. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just to fucking research a joke. I mean, right. I, don't, I fucking researched a word once. You know what I mean? I went and got a better word. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, but to do it in the club and, that, and then to see you do it in the theater, it was like fucking crazy. I was like, what? The, this is what we all should be doing. That theater got padlocked tonight. Why? I don't know. The theater I did the show in. Why? Non-payment or something. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> really? Yeah. They can lock a theater up? I thought that was like a group of fucking dudes with black shirts and fucking beards that... Not in Any... Any building with four walls and a ceiling in Manhattan is you can lock somebody out. Really? So much money, are you kidding me? Wow. Every place has to make money in Manhattan. Even today, even with the economy, you have some space. If you're not making money, you're out. So, so I mean, that is the one thing that with your own show, you have to put asses in seats. Yeah. You got And now you're on Broadway. Now on Broadway, but the producers, the only thing is the producers have to put asses in seats, but then the whole thing's about paying them back and them making money. Right. So the show runs as long as they can make money back. So you could really, I could really end up having to run the show for a couple of years. To make their money back? Well, so that they make their money back and make their profit. And it's like, you know, the contract says they're taking a gamble. So they want to make money off it. So, you know, even if it, so it could run a couple of years. I mean, if it has to. Really? Yeah. Do you get paid? Yeah, well, I get paid the minimum to start, and then after they get paid back, I could make money, I guess. So after two years, you might make money? No, no. After six months, I could make money if it's, if it's successful, if it's really successful. So... But for six months, I'm not making... Uh, yeah, but one of your money. fucking producers is your good friend. Yeah. And he's a fucking multimillionaire. 
Yeah. Does he really need to make his money back? That's a good point. But I, I don't really. I don't. <laughs> if really I was the balls to say, Jerry, listen. <laughs> well, you don't need this money. <laughs> Even though we all know that's what I should say. No, 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 Jerry. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, Kyle, I don't really. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I know. Yeah, but that's how you stay rich. Is you can't you can't fucking give money away, <laughs> right? That's why we're not rich. You, you fucking me and you both tip twenty at the cellar every know, fucking night. You know how much money we give away every fucking night uh, on cabs and fucking tips. I, know. And we, I mean, we all I tip twenty twenty five percent every time I go. Me too. Me too. Yeah, like I'm loaded. Yeah. You know, people who are rich fucking tip what you're supposed to tip and walk away. Right. And if it's shitty service, they tip less. Oh yeah. I still tip fucking twenty percent if it's shitty. Because I'm a fucking guilt-ridden, white trash piece I don't of want, shit. You don't want the waiter to not like you. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awful. It's like, no, I'm a good guy. But your show, I saw it. It was fucking great. Well, I had a... Thank you, but I mean, I had a friend, Jim Norton, who said it was good. So I was pretty blown away by that. <laughs> Did he say it was good? Yeah, no, but he said it was the radio show that day. He said it was good, but then I said it was fucking great, and then he changed it to great. That phony. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't hold on to it. <laughs> fucking a month ago. You're in my house doing a podcast on an iPhone. What are you talking about? You don't hold God, on to it. phony bastard. Yeah, it was good. First of all, let me tell you what good is. Right. Good is... Saw 2. Is your fucking... <laughs> yeah. Is your fucking Leno shots. <laughs> Not my show. <laughs> Cock sucker. <laughs> Listen to me, cocksucker, and listen good, Norton. You don't fucking tell me good. Great, you little fuck. <laughs> don't bite your finger, you pass out. <laughs> Dude, it, it was great. It was I fucking just... awesome. <laughs> but how long did it take you to write this thing? Uh, a long time. How long? I wrote it, you know, like you said, there's some parts of it that are three years old or four years old. Then the other stuff, I wrote it last summer. I, I did it in the fall. I, I, had, I took Wednesday nights for free once again. At Governors and the brokerage, they said, you just brought, they brought in the crowd, and I just worked it out for like five weeks there. Then I did it at Gotham for a week, and uh, worked it out there, whatever little I could. Right. Then, rehearsed, 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 and rewrite, and rewrite, and now it's, you know. But so, I mean, it took, it, took a lot, it took a lot more, but you know, it's like anything else. Every time you do one of those, it, I learned something about writing. Not that, I, not that that's ever translated into money. In a way, but at least I understand certain things. Like, I feel like I understand things about writing. You know, I mean, at a certain point, you're like, all right, so what? But it's, you know what I mean? It's good to know. It's, this is all just preparing myself for me being a miserable old Irish man sitting there typing away all these scripts. Sitting in my house just writing angry scripts to piss everybody off. And me sitting in my house giggling to myself <laughs> as I cause, like, worldwide <laughs> riots. Wow. Why don't you just start writing novels? I do want to write novels. Why don't you write novels? Why don't you go... Listen, this is what you do. I would like to. Get a house up in fucking Roscoe, New York for like fucking eight grand. Yes. Right on a river. Yes. Right? You can start smoking again, cigars. Oh, right? no, no. Let me tell you. The biggest mistake I made is to go... I'll never delude myself that I want cigars again. If I start smoking again, it's rails. Marlboro. <laughs> you going to bite the filter off? No, I'm just going to smoke those Marlboro. <laughs> All right, I was just doing cigars right, because well, I was trying to ignore the inevitable. Oh, well, I was joking, but now I see the fucking look in your eye. I don't well, want to listen to stuff. I know, stop. I know. I know, it's bad. No, you know why? Because what? just today I was fantasizing. This is how sick we are, as we know, we, you know, yeah. the compulsions. is like I was fantasizing today. I was like, if I took this show to Europe, you know, comedy's yeah. all over Europe and the Middle East and oh, shit. Yeah. 
I said, if I took the show for Europe and the Middle East for six months to a year, I would just smoke. Yeah, you got to smoke in Europe. That's what I was thinking. You have to drink coffee in little cups, you know, and you got to smoke. That's all I was thinking was everybody huh. else there smokes. Fuck that. Dude, when I went to fucking Amsterdam for the first time, I got a beret. <laughs> <laughs> I would sit out in cafes and just smoke and drink little cups of coffee and write like uh, journal notes. That's so funny. Oh, I was a hunk of shit. It's great. But meanwhile, tell people the true hunk of shit. He's in Amsterdam, and he gets an opportunity to do comedy. At the time, uncharted territories. Bobby gets an opportunity with another friend of ours to do comedy in India. Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to go to India for a month. It was around, um, I think, $15,000 each. And all we had to do was write our jokes out word for word and mail them to the lady. Because there's censor police in India. Yeah. Jokes they do, you know, yeah. jokes you do when you're so acting right sure about what for. Make sure it's not about, you know, you don't say any degrading shit about Indians and the government right. and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and God, it makes me happy. First of all, if you heard that thump, that was Colin's fat watermelon head smashing against my countertop. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the other night, did I say about my curtains get knocked me out? You, yeah. <laughs> His guy set up... Put curtains up in his... What are they? Room darkening? Or just yeah. Room darkening curtains, but he put them up the wrong way so that when you open the door... And the... the yeah. The door... The window... No, the window. The window can't open, so if you... you window open, opens three inches, and that's it. That's it. But if you open it all the way, the curtain rod came off and hit you in your fucking head. It cracked me in the head, and I was knocked out because I woke up... I was sitting on my bed like a two-year-old kid on my ass on my bed just sitting there like it but was you like, were legitimately knocked out yeah like you were out for no like seconds. I had that ding you know when you get knocked yeah <laughs> when you just hear ding you know what I mean well if I saw you before you came into my apartment tonight I probably would have fucking sucker punched you too you have an umbrella you have a clear it's, it's raining out tonight folks. first of all I don't care if it was fucking hailing out you have a, a clear umbrella that when you open it it's a bubble like those little, like a 12-year-old Japanese girl would use. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. You're, uh, you're a grown man from Brooklyn, okay? Folks, you, do you ever see My Fair Lady? <laughs> Dude, you have a bubble umbrella. That's how we do it on Broadway. The umbrella that you can put over your head and still see through it and walk down the street. It really, you know what? It's funny because me and Claire, my assistant, we bought two of those bubble umbrellas because uh. it started raining. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, this umbrella's great. And she, you know, she was saying it too. And she never even said to me, hey, you know what? Yeah. Kyle, I work for you. You look kind of fruity. You know, you might want to get something else eventually. She just let me walk away with it. Yeah, uh, an She's umbrella. She's probably laughing to herself. If you're a man, your umbrella shouldn't cover your shoulders. <laughs> okay? Fucking idiot. Well, Joe DeRosa's umbrella covers his shoulders. <laughs> it can't help it. It can't help it. <laughs> but go ahead. So you're but, talking about the... So anyways, back, I want to go back to your show because... You're, I mean, it's so hard to, you know, you do comedy, but I, I saw your show, and when you do these one-man shows, I saw it when you were kind of still, kind of looking at the teleprompter. Yeah. But it was still fucking great. And now you're totally off the teleprompter. Yeah. Right? But you're still adding new stuff into the show. Sure. Okay? So you're still writing as you go, because you have to put new stuff into it. Right, right, right. I saw your press conference with Anderson Cooper and Jerry, and I never thought I'd say this, but thank God for Jerry. But uh, I'm kidding. What, was being boring? Dude, dude, you looked at some points like you were going to pull out a knife and cut everybody's throat. Like you wait, you planned this moment for fucking 30 years. 
Like you planned this moment for 30 years Ugh. and this was it. And you were, look, you were looking off and your little beady eyes when they get beady and shiny and you squint and you just, you're somewhere else. And I know that look. Usually that look is followed by you chasing me down a hallway and punching me in the head, right? Anderson Cooper was talking at one point and I saw you looking off and not even looking at him, nobody. Looking off and I thought, this is when, the, this is when that buck knife comes out and it snaps and you slice and slice, and you just fucking, yeah, and then you take a gun and right in your mouth. Like that, like that, my idol was, uh, what's her face, his ex, Bjork's ex-boyfriend, the guy that loved Bjork. Why, what'd he do? I mean, it wasn't her ex-boyfriend, it was the guy that loved her. No, I don't remember. Over in Pennsylvania years ago? No. He shaved his head, big guy, and he's on camera, it was one of the early great video, one of the early great YouTubes, and he's like, Bjork, I love you, and I don't know the problem. <laughs> really? stuck his gun in his mouth and blew his brains out. Really? Like 1998. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was a real... He was a real... How do you fucking guy. get the balls to commit suicide and just end it? Over Bjork. Oh, my God. I mean, she had a couple of songs, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, she had a couple of songs. She was a little weirdo. Yeah, but I'm saying this guy was obviously... You so, know, over Madonna or fucking... Right, do it over somebody... Lady Gaga, it's okay. How much do you love, by the way, speaking of Madonna? I wonder whatever... I was just thinking about this the other day. Her bodyguard... Remember the guy who was stalking her, who now... He's just got out of jail. I think he's ordered to stay away from again. I love when they give you order of protection, the piece of paper that actually says, "Hey, I really am not loved." The one thing that keeps the guy from killing you is the fact that he's deluded that you love him, and now he has actual proof you don't love me. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but this bodyguard of Madonna's, the guy broke in the house in Madonna's belly while she was there, right? And he got all the way to the pool, right? Which our house is right near. I mean, you know, it was a room. Yeah. And this bodyguard shot him. And the guy didn't even go down the first time. It was like a real psycho. But, really? And the body goes like a big guy. And he said it was like freaky, scared him, you know? Yeah. And the guy's just lying there like, hey, you shot me, you son of a... You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. He's, just, he's still conscious. But anyway, how, what if happens to a body like that? Does she pay him a million bucks or, you know? No, she probably gives him a fucking bracelet or something. <laughs> Maybe a fucking... I, no, she gives, she gives him some of her old Hugo Boss stuff she got for free. <laughs> So he just Thank comes, you. He comes out one day and he, he has rims and embroidered oh. seats <laughs> on her car. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, it really is. So he shot the guy. Yeah, fuck. You know what, dude? I tell you what, it's fucking tonight. I, I, I. You want to carry a gun, right? No, I don't want to carry. I would never, because I would have fucking. What if I? I don't want to. Oh, gun. you would have already shit. I don't want shit, dude. I got to. She's fucking, just flung against the wall, though, huh? It's great. Just, yeah, it sucks. You know what sucks about it is I, I I fucking go to therapy every fucking week. Yep. And this cocksucker, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I just did therapy though, today. I was leaving for a month. I was excited, right. and now I got this shit to go in my brain. But he did push it. Yeah, he fucking. It's like me. you were trying to keep it calm, and then the guy, you know. Nah, he was just drunk, up. man. It's fucking alcohol, bro. It's got to be the worst. Yep. It's got to be the worst. Heroin and all, I coke, I get it, but fucking alcohol because it's like food. It's acceptable. Yeah. It's acceptable in everywhere you go, and it's, people, it's forced on you. It's fucking crazy, man. Comedy These, clubs and alcohol are just so combined. It's impossible. Yeah, I mean, kids <laughs> underage. You know how many kids I know? They're like, yeah, my first drink underage. I was a. I went to a comedy club. Yeah. Like it's just the way it is. These people are fucking drunk, and it's like, how do you, how are you expected to listen? Yeah. Imagine if people came to your show, your th your woman oh. show, shit faced. Yeah. You'd, you'd be fucking a mess. I know. It'd be a mess. That's why theater's fucking great. I told you the one night, the uh, the one night, the rowdiness when uh, oh, in between each of my segments, yeah, you hear, 
Yeah, Colin. What? And I'm like, oh. In between, you know, there's little segues. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go, Colin. After each thing, go. So finally I go, hey, guys. It's a big section of guys yelling. It's not the Jets game, you know? Yeah. And it was not the Jets game, which was a mistake, because then you hear, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, oh fuck And of course, man. after the show, who is it? Who? My cousins. It's your cousins? <laughs> your fucking family. Being loud and drunk. And it's... But here's the thing. It's my cousins, Mo, my age. Dad? And they're with their sons. And the sons are like mellow. Yeah. And the fathers are being rowdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're fucking probably shit-faced too, right? Yes. But the sons are like, yeah, yeah, you know, my dad's being a little loud. We were trying to listen to this show. I'm like, what? Fuck it, I... <laughs> But you're fucking crazy when it comes to Your family's to a little crazy. Yeah, well, Tim Gage. Oh, fuck it. Let's be honest. Oh. Tim, I mean, finally cut his hair. Oh. I didn't recognize him. Remember, do you remember the remark he said to you? We go this what? When he goes about my aunt the next day. No, uh, oh, what? She had her tit removed or something? Yeah, he goes, hey, he goes, hey, Tim, what are you doing? He goes, yeah, I'm going home. Uh, my aunt's going to go get a tit cut off tomorrow. <laughs> she's going to get a vasectomy. <laughs> and you go, oh, nice, Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, He's a fucking nutcase. He really is. So let's get back to this. I got a couple more questions about your show. Okay. Because I'm really fucking interested in this. One man show thing. So yeah, not, we all got it. We all got to start doing this. We're all getting out of the clubs. It's enough now. If they want to drink, they can go somewhere. But else. how the fuck do you get out? How do you fucking turn your act into a one man show? How does first you get Jerry to put up a lot of money? <laughs> you can get Dane to put up the money. <laughs> he just won his case. His brother, he did. His brother. I can talk. Thank about God. It his brother uh, fucking pled guilty to all thirty three counts. Wow. It's over. And what's his brother? He's going to maybe won't go away. Uh, five to six. Wow. In the jail that he used to be a guard in. Now, wait a minute. What's what? going to... They don't put him in... They put him in they protective yeah, custody. Yeah, custody. They won't go in population. But, um, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he fucking finally... So now he has to do a civil suit and, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah. So it was get the, the money back. So the papers yesterday, yep. He's, it's all fucking done. Boy, that's a tough break, huh? That's One guy he trusted... One motherfucker. Financially. Yeah. You trusted one guy and that guy screwed him. Well, you know, it's crazy, man. Imagine being fucking just, an, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, you're a good friend of mine, but if you put me in charge of fucking millions of dollars. I know. Yeah, I might take more than a cab once in a while. Of course, but I'm saying, I mean, I understand. When I bartended, everybody yeah. just like, oh, I was like, and I was one of the, le I was one of the most honest bartenders. Yeah. But if I was broke or desperate, I'd be like, yeah, oh, you know, I need my cigarette money. And, you know, right, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, of course, but it's like. There's a big difference between cigarette money. And, and a cab million. And fucking, well, yeah. brother Millions, yeah. That's fucking... Was he paying him not well? No, he was paying him. Dude, he was paying him good. Dude, he was a fucking guard in a prison. I know. Now he's home. He's got a home. He's got cars. He's paying good money, dude. I love Dane. He's paying him doctor money. I love Dane. Yeah. But let me explain something. That's what? when you always know the guy's going after you when he says he loves you. I don't. I love Dane, but if I'm his brother-in-law, yes. his brother, his half-brother, step-brother. Right. Yeah. And he's paying me, and I see how much money he's making. People are throwing themselves at him, Dane, Dane, Dane. Yeah. They're almost brushing by me, hitting my shoulder to yeah, pass yeah, by yeah. on their way to Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, hey, man, yeah. you know, after he's paying me good money, but he never lets me. Are you talking about his brother or are you talking about me? No, I'm talking about his okay, brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I, I see him, and then he's like, hey, bro, I'm paying you good money, so, you know, keep snapping that, get out there and sell those shirts, and pats me on the back a little too hard. <laughs> A couple of hundreds going in my pocket in the show. <laughs> there are a couple of hundreds. I used to sell t-shirts. You did? Yeah. Whoa. We used to rob 
concert t-shirts. Really? Oh, just to show you how old I am. Frampton, early Frampton. Frampton? Who the fuck Frampton's is, first big album. Who's Frampton? Peter Frampton. <laughs> I know who Peter Frampton is. Big album of his. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That's no, a, that's Neil they, Young wasn't They made those them. t-shirts by hand, like one guy painted yeah. them all. <laughs> that's so true. It's true, people used to make hand-painted t-shirts all the time. And uh, yeah, Grateful Dead. We did a bunch Jesus of concerts. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, for a few different people. But anyway... We used to sell those damn t-shirts at concerts, and we'd rob the hell out of it. Yeah. But the guys, the partners were robbing each other, so they barely noticed. But we'd just be throwing money, and we had one friend who was like, I'll lead it. So he's like, yeah, throw the 20 in there, and fucking all I go, yeah. Never, I, 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 I never, I, I'm not a, I used to thief when I was drinking. Yeah. But once I got sober, I never fucking, I never started drinking. I never, I never, no. I, there's something about fucking stealing that I feel shitty. Yeah. I just feel of course. like, I feel like the karma... If you believe in fucking negative and positive energy yep. and all that shit, sure. if you believe in that shit, it works. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you do something good and good shit comes back. I assume, but same with bad. If I do something You're bad, right. they, immediately Me something too. fucking bad Me too. It still it keeps happening. Yeah. You know, even though the sins are less than stealing, it still happens all the time. Yeah, I can't fucking steal, dude. I don't know why. It fucking makes me feel like shit. But I'm just saying, if I'm Dane's stepbrother and Dane's clapping me on the back going, get out there and sell those shirts, buddy boy. Get to it. Yeah, but he didn't even have to do that anymore. It was, it, it, it was so easy. He got to stay home and fucking manage his bills. And he just got greedy, huh? Yeah, man. It's that fucking money, you know? It's just crazy. Money's a crazy motherfucking thing. Yeah. What are you, yeah. you going to do, man? I mean, you come from, yeah. you know, both of you. I mean, they started together. I mean, Dane, when he first hired him, couldn't you, you know, he, he was making all right money, but not great right. money. But, you know, he took him out of the fucking jail. And right. gave him that job, man. And. You know, it's just fucking crazy, and it sucks. But it's all over, which is now, he, now he's got to go to civil and fucking. The guy's got to go to jail for five years, though. That's pretty heavy. Well, probably, probably do three. two. Probably yeah. do two or three. Yeah. He's already been in for two. No shit. Yeah, almost two. Almost two. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's been in the fucking jail cell for almost two years. So, Dane gonna hire him when he comes back out? No. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a fucking pisser, dude. He just calls him up, dude. Come on, back to work. Yeah. See you out of jail. Imagine that. I'll tell you, that guy's got an interesting book to write, though. From okay. jail guard to jail. No. The guy? The guy. Don't fucking announce that. You write it. That would have been your first novel. From jail guard up to in jail. Ro up in Roscoe, New York. You're and right. I, no, I, I like up, this. I could have come up and fly, fly fish fishing. I like that right? idea, though. Now you grow a beard, dude? No. Why? you got to have a beard if you're going to write novels. I want to be one of those crummy bastards that shaves, and you're like, why does that old fuck bother to shave? You're already that. You have to turn into oh. something else. <laughs> you have to be something else. Ow! Oh. <laughs> you have to be something else. Ow! Oh. Right? You have to grow a beard, okay? Fucking get some flannels. I don't like the fact that your teacup matches your tattoo. Shut the fuck up. It does not match my tattoo. <laughs> it fucking does kind of match my tattoo, you cunt. It's the same kind of color, you fucking <laughs> You have a tattoo. It's the same design. Tell people about your tattoo. Um... I don't have a tattoo, do I? Do you have one? No. Oh, you try to just improv with me? Yeah. I was an <laughs> idiot. I was just trying to see if you had one. <laughs> I was just trying I to... I'd want to show everybody. You would? What would you I get if you I was just the age where, where you didn't get tattoos. I was just missed it by I that. know exactly what tattoo you'd get. What? It'd be shamrock? a fucking shamrock with a fist. Oh, no. Or the uh, shamrock with the... The Irish guy with the f boxer. Or, or the... Uh, <laughs> yes, I would love that one. Yes, or, that's actually Steve Burns' logo. But the, the Irish guy is an Asian. Oh. It's an Asian leprechaun. 
doing a kung fu move? No, with the, <laughs> no, with the fists. Oh, it should be the fists and a kung fu kick. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're right. It should have been. That was his fucking sticker that he used to pass out at the shows. Oh, no. Oh, Do you yeah. charge people for that sticker? No, you give it away. How's his brother doing? Remember we visited his brother in Iraq? I think he's doing good. You know, his father still sends me emails about fucking... You know, he's a fucking diehard Republican about, you know, he's still sort of great. Oh, he does all this stuff. Oh, he, oh, he, sends me, he sends me good stuff about the troops and then right. fucking ridiculous liberal shit. And, and what is the son, uh, what does the other son do? Is that the army? Oh, no, he's out of the army. I think he started, did stand up for a minute and I don't know what he's doing now. He used to sell merch at Steve Burns' shows. Yeah, right. That'd be fucking good. Brother. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> fucking, the fuck, what, he's going to steal a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I tell you what, though, you avoided, you don't have a CD. No. Which is fucking ridiculous. You don't have a DVD. You no. never did an hour. No. You're, I don't know how you get away I tried with to that. do an hour. When? I always wanted to do one. They just didn't want me to do one. Oh, you mean I'm, I'm not talking about CD. I know. You've never done anything. Right. You've never done anything on I, tape. No. There's nothing out there on just tape. Just me with my mullet from 1992. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. There's, st st there's tough crowd stuff on YouTube. There's fucking you on remote control. My mullet. There's your mullet. There's your fucking going back to Brooklyn. The oh. worst <laughs> fucking parody of any. I mean, god damn it. I, you know what? Weird, Weird Al Yankovic's hair fell out. Oh! What a fucking asshole. What? Oh, what an asshole. Just an asshole. <laughs> All right, hang on one sec. We're going to stop. 21 years ago. 22. Dude, I don't care if it was fucking. Uh, there's no time that would have been good. You had a fucking Kango on. You rented some fucking convertible going back to Brooklyn, to Brooklyn, to Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm going back to Brooklyn. Uh, what, was the, what was the last part? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, God damn it. Watching that, I, every time I see it on YouTube, I watch it every once in a while just to fucking, just to fucking like get angry and right. frustrated, to just motivate myself to be better. Yeah. It's awful. But, oh, it's good for that. Yeah, it's good for that. Hang on. So we're going to end this podcast right now because it's a two-part. We're gonna end this I gotta go. I gotta debate. All right, hang on one second. One second. I gotta end it at forty minutes. Yeah, it's forty-two minutes. All right, we're gonna end it and then come back real quick and wrap it up. Okay. It's gonna be a two-part. So, this is part one of Colin Quinn on the You Know What Dude podcast. It's good. It's good. Stop talking. We're wrapping it up. It was over. It's, no, we're, I told you we're wrapping it up. Stop fucking talking. I'm trying to. The music comes up. You. Ah. Stop tapping.